Welcome to another episode of The Empire, where we talk all things culture what are we talking about? and mother. If you don't let don't me finish Don't be cursing the on the air. Don't be cursing me, on the air. Welcome to The Empire, where we talk all things culture and community from the millennial point of view. I'm your host, Shalia, also known as the tall lady with the afro. I'm not even sure if they care. They do care and they know. Oh, yeah, you're right. They know. I know. Everybody knows. Hey. It's me, JB Smiley Jr. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things going on yes, in the it is. world. Yes, it is. But can they find us somewhere? Yeah, can I say on social media, maybe? Yeah, yeah. What about Twitter? On the Twitter. She likes Twitter, y'all. Empire Podcast. On. What? That's it? You don't know? On the Facebook. On the Facebook. Empire Podcast. On Instagram. On Instagram. Empire Podcast. We don't have LinkedIn yet. I'm not sure if we're going to get there, but yeah. it's okay. But everything else, you find us Empire Podcast. All right, here we go. And so there's a few things that's happening in the crazy, out of control. I'm not even sure what they're doing. Disrespectful Republican state legislator in Tennessee. Man, it, it's a tough time to be a Tennessean. I tell you that. We're making national We was news. on a breakfast club talking the about how crazy club. things were going on in the state legislature. was talking about us. That's how bad it is. There was a guy, I don't even want... We may t- we're going to talk about him later. Mm-hmm. I think he believes that slavery should still be in the Constitution. Womp, womp, womp. There's another guy who believes that we shouldn't talk about or report what happened in the history. Mm-hmm. It's just so many things going on from uh, bills that suppress voting rights and voting access. There's mm-hmm. some bills that talk about uh, if a woman decides to exercise her choice, mm-hmm. that she has to get the consent of someone who could potentially be a rapist. This is a lot of bad Terrible. things going Terrible. on in a Republican state legislator. And I'm happy about this. Uh, someone that I know will be joining us soon on the show. Yes, we have esteemed special guests today. Esteemed. We have the Jerry Green. The scholar. We have Jerry Green on our show today. It's going to talk all things Tennessee. Um, And we'll, we'll come right back. We'll be back. All right. For some reason, the tall lady with the afro keeps asking me, am I ready to go? Y'all already know I'm ready. I'm just ready. trying to make sure that my brother is ready to roll. You don't need it's because to, I care. You don't need today. to make sure or be sure. Because I'm born ready, been ready. Here we go. Don't need to be ready because I'm already here ready. Yeah, because the people know you. They know J.B. Smiley Jr. They know J.B. Smiley Jr. They also okay. know the tall lady with the afro. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Here we go. Okay, so in all seriousness, I get to introduce the song, present to others, mm-hmm. the honorable. Mm-hmm. The phenomenal, mm-hmm. the amazing. I'm pretty sure she can jump ten thousand buildings that are in her way. It's the 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 tough mother, the, the mother, the one tough, one tough tough mother, mother Jerry Green. Jerry Green, Miss Green, how you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me on, despite the fact I'm not a millennial. I appreciate. You That's all right. Me. We love you anyway. You millennial adjacent you. in our eyes. <laughs> we love you. So you one of us. We'll take it. All right. So, real quick, tell the people something about yourself. Well, I'm a native Memphian, grew mm-hmm. up in Hickory Hill, mm-hmm. and went to White Station. I feel like okay. that's a thing we have to know, right? Where you went to high school. We high definitely State. have to know. It what, doesn't matter what, you know, what you do as an adult. We want to know what you did for four right. years as a teenager, right? That's um, it. I'm an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
recovering attorney. I'm an activist and an advocate. I work a lot with uh, gun violence prevention. And right now I'm the interim executive director at the Community Legal Center, helping people get justice who otherwise would be denied. Nice. And you're the president of... The Democratic Women of Shelby County. Turn up. So real quick, you mentioned the Community Legal Center, and I just want to briefly plug the Community Legal Center. Could you tell the people what the Community Legal Center Yeah, sure. So there are people who can afford an attorney and there are people who qualify for legal aid. And in between, there's what we call the justice gap. Mm -hmm. And these aren't criminal matters. So you're not guaranteed a right to an attorney. And whether it's an asylum case, it's elder abuse, it's a divorce when you're in an abusive relationship and looking for a fresh start. We help you with all of those things. Um, And really what we're there to do is be an advocate and Mm -hmm. a voice, not for those who don't have it, but for those who need it amplified. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do day in and day out. I love it. Tall lady with the afro. Miss Miss Green just spoke about being a voice recently. Mm-hmm. She did something that we all needed to do, which mm-hmm. was be brave and be bold and help turn a red sea blue. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. And I feel like I was right there along with you, you during this <laughs> during this whole process. And I really admire just your whole campaign, your race, just your tenacity, your your boldness, your assertiveness throughout the whole thing. So touch on a little bit what that was like to run a full campaign in the midst of a pandemic. I don't recommend it. Running for office, it's one of the best, most life changing things mm-hmm. that I've ever done. And once you do it, it's kind of like when I ran a marathon after you get done you feel Mm -hmm. like there's nothing you can't do right but during a pandemic when my three children were home for school and Mm -hmm. I was virtual schooling them and I was leading a nonprofit. is that what makes you one tough mother (laughs) well you ask my (laughs) kids they'll tell you (laughs) they'll tell you um yeah it was a lot it was a lot but I'm so proud that I did it and I'm proud of our campaign and how Mm -hmm. hard we worked Mm -hmm. we got more democratic votes than ever had been out there east memphis and germantown that people think is ruby red we definitely turned it purple Mm. and got closer than ever we got more votes actually than the republican who's the incumbent got the last time wow so we're we're getting close to flipping that seat and people just need to stay active and engaged i won't say this on the record but i'm gonna say it on the record because it's here and we on the empire (laughs) podcast and all we do is speak facts there may be some people and i may be one of those who sure you are want you to run again but we're we're not gonna talk about that right now we're not gonna talk about that Mm -hmm. right now we're gonna Mm -hmm. talk about something else when you run again let us know (laughs) that's all and then please come back to yes the empire podcast yes all right so there's a lot of crazy things happening in the state legislator but you also had the privilege of going to a phenomenal law school i did i graduated from georgetown law school in 2003 so y'all i'm gonna tell you why that's significant significant because that's an amazing law school significant because one of her let's see i'm gonna say classmates who believes that slavery should still be in the constitution who's mm-hmm. pushing all types of laws that are uh the opposite of anything we would consider progress mm-hmm. serves in that crazy out of control mm-hmm. republican gop mm-hmm. state legislator and sadly he's my state senator and i'm gonna say his name one time maybe multiple times brian kelsey brian brian kelsey so you know i don't know necessarily know where to start because there's so many crazy things there's so much so i'm gonna ask you where do you want to start and we're gonna start where you want to start and then i'm gonna talk about it and we're gonna talk about it. well i'll tell you uh, as somebody who i 
Brian and I were close in law school. We were in the same study group. We were the only two kids from Tennessee, so mm-hmm. we kind of gravitated Absolutely. toward each other. And I find a lot of the things that are happening now uh, beyond disappointing. Mm-hmm. I especially found it disappointing just yesterday when uh, he went on a radio show and said that he was indoctrinated and submitted to um, critical race theory and that we shouldn't teach our children that because it is antithetical to democracy. Mm. And I suggested that maybe if he didn't like his law school education, uh, he should take it up with Georgetown. They might have some things to say about it. I'm sure they would. Hopefully he gives that uh, law degree back, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've listened to an interview with him and Representative Parkinson when he talked about why critical race theory needs to uh, shouldn't be in schools and shouldn't be allowed. But, you know, my, my general thoughts about that when we're talking about, you know, the, the, the greater good is for folks to really understand where we are as a community, where we are as a society. And we can't get there if we, if we completely uh, try to remove or whitewash everything. Sometimes mm-hmm. the cold hard truth is the cold hard truth. And we have to talk about that if we want to be become a better society. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point of critical race theory is that you acknowledge racism hasn't gone away. It's not mm-hmm. a relic of the past. In fact, mm-hmm. that's what the American Bar Association says, that it's still having impact on our children, on our society today, mm-hmm. and that we can't ignore things like Brown v. Board. Mm-hmm. We can't not teach you know, Abraham Lincoln and, and what happened with slavery. We can't not teach our children that Jim Crow laws were in the past and currently still being enacted. Right. You have to be able to see that, especially in a city that is majority minority. Mm-hmm. It's something that we should be celebrating. It is definitely something that we should be acknowledging. It is not something that we should be suppressing. Yeah, so I'm going to let you jump in. I know you want to jump in, tall lady, with that. Go ahead. Phone. I'm going to let you go ahead. So I'm sorry. <laughs> this is something I'd like to talk about. So it's almost as if... Um, I'm saying his name again. Senator or representative, I don't know what he is at this point. The guy from Germantown, him, named him over there. Him over him there. Over there. That's what we're gonna him over there. Him, <laughs> him over, over there, there believes mm-hmm. that we are in a post racial society where race doesn't impact where you can, where you start from, and where you can potentially go. And that's simply not true. If we want to lie to ourselves every single day, I suggest that we, we follow his lead. But him over there, mm-hmm. I cannot lie about where I am. Uh, tall lady with the afro cannot lie about where she is. Um, one of the producers of the show, well, both of the producers of the show, Mr. Singleton and Mr. Matthew. On the Spotlight Production. Spotlight Productions. Uh, they cannot lie about, you know, where they are. And it just, it just seems to me to be, it's disgusting, it's disrespectful, and it's dishonest mm-hmm. uh, with, with everything uh, we with everything we're trying to accomplish in this company, we're trying to move the country forward. We can't go forward if we cannot acknowledge where we've been. That's right. Well, you know, I started my career as a public defender and I watched. That's the hardest job in the world, y'all, but go ahead. <laughs> the <laughs> hardest true. job you have to. Okay. It's true. Um, and I watched the system, the criminal justice system, turn up black and brown boys. I work at you know, a nonprofit now and a majority of the people we serve, whether it is elder abuse, whether it is our pro se clinic that helps mothers get child support, it is a majority and minority people we are representing. That means that there is, the system is set up to, to work the way it's working, right? But we have to acknowledge what's going on. We can't turn a blind eye. And so to set up a whole generation, right? They're, they were talking about kids in schools, 
kids in schools that, for the record, while we've been under a GOP leadership, they can barely read. Mm -hmm. And that's how you determine prison beds is the reading level for third graders. You look to that for the future. Can we put a pin in it? And, and what, yeah, because we're going to talk about this. You got to put a pin Our in it. children cannot read because I know tall ladies that I want to talk about. As a former educator and current Shelby County School Board Commissioner representing District 5. Shameless plug. When it comes to literacy, the reason our children cannot read, and when I say our children, all of our children cannot read, is because they're not given the same resources Amen. across the board. But yep. tell your legislator to quit defunding public education. I have. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying is, you know, they aren't putting the resources the right, in the right places. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they're acting like there isn't a problem. Because it doesn't affect them. Until it hits home to you, you're not going to move on it. I agree 100%. And then I do want to, oh man, there's so much. Going there's on. a lot. There's, there's so much oh, that we can talk about. So this. When, I, when I get on the Twitters. We're on the Twitters. That's what I, that's what I think so, every day. Got to turn off the Twitters because <laughs> so much. So in that, you know, let's, let's move from the guy over there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while they were discussing this particular piece of legislation, one of the uh, representatives also said something about the three-fifths compromise and how, he completely got it wrong, first of all. Let, let's start there. And he suggested that three-fifths compromise was a good thing. I don't think I can ask or go to any person of color and say, are you okay to be considered three-fifths of a person? Just any breathing person. That, that's the thing is I'm, I'm here for compromise. I'm here for us working together. But we have to have a baseline mm -hmm. that humans are whole humans. Mm -hmm. Whole. And, and that even back then they got it wrong, mm -hmm. right? That seems like a basic fact that we should all be able to agree on. Mm -hmm. And and I don't really know how to come to the table with people who applaud mm -hmm. somebody say the mm -hmm. three-fifths compromise they did is a, a good thing. They did clap for it. Uh, Let's not talk about so, the clapping, y'all. No, I forgot no, about that. I thought I, I, thought I forgot about it. At the end. But you know what? The, that guy over there. Mm -hmm. Also, when uh, <laughs> Senator, Senator Akbari was trying to get um, things regarding slavery out of our Tennessee constitution, mm -hmm. he voted against that. And so twice this year, I've had to say, slavery is an abomination mm -hmm. and should always be condemned. I can't mm -hmm. believe these are things I'm having to say in 2021. Why are we even, it's so problematic. It's problematic for so many reasons. And our crazy, out of control, ridiculous mm -hmm. state legislator believes that these are some of the things we're talking about. And speaking of bad legislation, uh, there was a piece of legislation coming out, the ridiculous, out of control, completely ridiculous Republican state legislator that spoke something about, you know, if women decide to exercise their right to choose, mm -hmm. that they will have to get consent of some guy who's potentially racist. Can we talk about that, ladies? Or am I the only one concerned? I don't think I'm the only one concerned about it. Um, well, women's rights aren't top priority mm -hmm. in Nashville. I mean, of course, also this critical race theory stuff, you should also know they're also limiting uh, teachings about gender discrimination and misogyny too. So that's also in that, wrapped up in that bill. Yes. And when it comes to um, abortions, there was another hateful bill where um, women had to get fetuses oh, yeah. and buried, um, which again, disproportionately impacts lower like income. Like, if, if you hate black minority. people and women, just, just say, say that. that. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> I know. We're I, laughing, but it's sad. It's really sad, and it's, it's our sad reality in Tennessee. Absolutely sad reality. So I think what we need is more women mm -hmm. in politics. Briefly, more, more women who are going to push for our causes that matter. Yes. So did y'all yes. hear these phenomenal women on this platform, <laughs> they said, 
run for office, ladies. Mm-hmm. You will ladies. find support. Mm-hmm. Guess where? At the Empire Podcast. At the Empire. Just wanted to plug us real quick. So I want to kind of shift the conversation because there was there wasn't the only crazy things that we've seen uh, happening in the state legislature, but there's also a governor who believes that everyone should just walk around carrying guns without any type of background checks or anything like that. Sad. Well, this one um, impacts me very personally. I've had gun violence impact my life three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my grandparents to a murder-suicide. I lost mm-hmm. my best friend from the time I was seventh grade until right before I left for law school. She was killed in a murder-suicide. And I lo- we lost a colleague in our leadership, Memphis, to gun violence. JB and I were in a mm-hmm. class together. And um, so that's, you know, I'm not special. I'm not unique. Mm-hmm. I don't live in a bad neighborhood, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Um but I've had, I've lost multiple people in my life yeah. to gun violence. I also have three children mm-hmm. and I get sent notes home that say they can't wear light up shoes because a shooter might find them running down the hallway for their life. So I don't want to live in that world. And our governor has signed into legislation gleefully, again, with lots of claps at his state of the state address for permitless carry, which means there's no background checks. Mm-hmm. And 84% of Tennesseans are against that. And that includes Republicans, that includes gun owners, that includes NRA members, because it's common sense that we don't want the wrong people having guns. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go to Target and buy school supplies. I don't want to go out to Mike Rose at soccer with my kids. I don't want to go walk down Bill Street with my family when they're visiting and be worried about who's got a gun. I don't want to be a teacher and have to do these emergency drills. I thought about that. It mm. became such a norm to us. Once a month, maybe once every other month, we had a mandatory drill just in case there's an active shooter on campus. And I had to put my students in the corner, and I stood by the door where you couldn't mm-hmm. see me, turn off the lights, make sure the blinds are closed. I had to do all, it was our norm, just Think in case there's an active shooter. in the shooter. time of COVID, when my kids finally got back into school and they were opening up the back door to classrooms for ventilation Mm -hmm. what about when you go hide in that closet you can't be six feet apart exactly so what what are you supposed to do be worried about a pandemic or be worried about the gun pandemic over a hundred people are killed every day by gun violence in Mm. america i think Mm. we i'm a gun pandemic Mm. well Mm -hmm. blame your governor because he believes that everyone should be walking around carrying guns even the police chiefs and associations are against this they don't want everyone carrying guns it makes them less safe i always wonder what the motive is Who's paying him? Follow the money. R. I mean, hey, just just finish. M O N E Y. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I think the problem with you know this particular piece of legislation is well, there's a lot of problems. So not the problem. There's a lot of problems, but we're experience, experiencing an uptick in violent crime mm-hmm. in most of our uh, centers, urban centers. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to put more guns on the street. Mm-hmm. And not only will the uh, murder rate increase, violent crime will increase. Uh, you will see more guns on the street and police departments who are usually uh, not, don't have sufficient staff trying to combat some of these crimes. It's problematic on multiple levels. And, you know, just like Jerry said, uh, you have Republicans who are against it. You have Democrats who are against it. You have folks who are gun-carrying people who are against it. Because when you think about it, what we need is common-sense legislation. And what we have coming from the governor, we have coming from the crazy, out-of-control, ridiculous uh, Republican state legislator are laws that make no sense. Mm -hmm. Laws that are not supported by either party. 
No, and they definitely don't represent the constituents. And, you know, common sense and compassion is what I ran on, and it's a lot <laughs> yeah, of what we don't have What's up, mother? <laughs> in uh, Nashville these days. And I do hope that more people run and more people um, voice their displeasure about what's going on. Because take, for example, women mm-hmm. and gun violence. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence is on the rise during the pandemic, right? There's a lot of financial stressors. There's a lot of people stuck at home where they're unseen. Mm -hmm. Domestic violence is rapidly increasing. When you add guns to that mix, it becomes deadly. Yeah. And so if you care about women and children who are victims of domestic violence, and that is seems like a universal thing we can rally around, right? Right. Right. Women care about gun sense legislation. Yeah. I just, I just, sometimes, take, a deep, take a deep breath, JB, because no, this is how we drink. You, you, <laughs> I see. I, I'm starting to understand. Because, you know, some of the things that we see uh, coming out of legislator, you know, it just it kind of make you sit back in your chair. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Are well, you trying to kill us? And what we're... Yes, the they pro- are. The problem is, especially in a state like Tennessee, we feel so very outnumbered, both mm-hmm. in our Senate and in our House, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's because of the gerrymandering that's gone that's on. That's about to happen. Yeah, and it's about to happen again. Yep. This is why in... 2020 we were like every vote matters it really matters right um trust me i know (laughs) so speaking of jerry you know redistricting we're going to potentially lose uh one of our state house seats so barbara cooper seat may no longer who was a long time representative of the beloved she's 90 something she's 90 something y'all she's like 92 94 when i was making the rounds yeah so they're talking about you know getting rid of her seat. So we're going to lose a representative, a Democratic representative we have that will push common sense uh, legislation, legislation that makes sense for everyone. We're going to lose that seat. So we talk about already being a super minority. Think about losing more, one more seat. So we have a lot of things to overcome. Um, so and speaking of all of the problems with the state legislator, and since this is Empire Podcast, mm-hmm. what can millennials do Mm-hmm. to address some of these issues. Well, first they need to vote. Mm-hmm. Register Make sure your that friends to vote. O-T-E. B-O-T-E. And when vote. You, so you need to register to vote. You need mm-hmm. to take your friends to register to vote. When mm-hmm. you go vote, you need to take three friends with you to vote. Mm-hmm. So what she said is tell a friend to tell 10 that y'all need to and go And make vote. sure that you're informed about who you're voting for. This is also very true. Um, I know that there's a lot of misinformation out there, and especially the day and age of social media. I'll mm-hmm. tell you from my campaign, here's just one example. My opponent took a picture of me oh, I remember that. Um, marching in a Christmas parade with a with a representative, Dwayne Thompson. I was handing out, literally handing out candy to children, and they took it and superimposed it over um, cop cars on fire. What? <laughs> and mailed it to this. all my neighbors. So, um, you know, also check your source. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a teacher mm-hmm. here at this table is going mm-hmm. to um, validate that just because you see it doesn't mean it's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but definitely be informed and um, and get involved. Like, volunteer with campaigns. Yeah. Yes. Go be those people who are, now that things are opening back up, knocking on doors, giving out flyers, mm-hmm. um, waving mm-hmm. signs. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you can do to be involved and be more engaged, then you're going to be um, somebody that other people seek out for advice about who to vote for and where to right. go vote, things like that. Right. And, and, and reach out to these candidates and, and the officials that are already in 
in their seats. Like you have a right as a constituent yes. to ask questions. Like don't don't be afraid to reach out on social media, to email, to call. They should be accessible. Elected Absolutely. officials I've, should be I've, accessible. I've emailed both of these elected officials that I'm on the podcast with today. <laughs> and we responded, right? We <laughs> did. And actually, I don't want to call you out, but, but Shalia call, call them out. Call them out. Go ahead. Tell, tell the but people. But not only, not only did she reply mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. like a few weeks later, she mm-hmm. said, I just want to make sure that everything's good on this. Are it's called good? a follow-up. Ooh. So, so Shalia may be more responsive to me Ooh, but it's called a follow-up i can just pick up the phone and say yo what's going on <laughs> so let me say that yo what's going on but what i was thinking is you know for every time we don't engage someone don't try to get someone more involved in the political process that may be one right we may be losing yeah so we have to be intentional about bringing people into the mix you have to tell them why it matters to them I'll tell the story I, when JB was running I went out and waved signs and she came out to Fraser y'all I <laughs> Fraser I did and and everyone asked me if I was lost um, <laughs> but uh, and then they offered me food that was that was the two things um, we'll feed you dude. right we, I know we'll feed you <laughs> And, um, but there were people there with other campaigns who were handing out ballots, right? Mm. Who were not registered to vote. Mm. Mm. And so, right. And so I, trying not to bang my head against the brick wall, I would engage them. Why aren't you voting? And the universal response was, well, it doesn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we would have to have a conversation about why it absolutely makes a difference. And so- you do have to make it relatable about why you should care about this because you know it's generations and mm-hmm. they're not stopping now mm-hmm. it feels like it doesn't matter like right. they don't matter right. like their voice doesn't matter right and that's because their voice isn't there we need younger people mm-hmm. we need more women run. we need more minorities run. <laughs> we do run and, and run run and do what you say you're gonna do and support people when you're seated yes do what you say you're gonna do yes absolutely so you know when we talk about, you know, running, running is cool. I mean, we can build on running, but also you have to support people. Mm-hmm. If you believe that there's someone actually running for office, someone in a position, mm-hmm. someone that should be leading an effort in the community to get something done, you have to support. And support looks uh, like sweat equity, meaning mm-hmm. getting out, knocking doors, calling people, mm-hmm. uh, telling a friend to tell a friend. Can I interrupt you and Go say ahead. this? And I'll probably never say it again publicly. I'm but <laughs> JB supported, he was one of the first supporters when I decided to uh, be insane and run for a political office. You have to be a little insane. Yes, you do. If it wasn't for JB, I wouldn't have had a campaign manager. I wouldn't have had signs. I wouldn't have had uh, the mailers. I wouldn't have had half the stuff that I needed in order to run a successful campaign had it not been for this black man. So thank you, JB Smiley Jr. That's all I'm going to say. But she hates me. But that's, that's <laughs> just another point. Um, but seriously, we, we have to start supporting people mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because if we don't, you know, we have a lot of great candidates that run, put their name on a ballot and won't get anything done because their, their base of support is not there. Right. And what I'm talking about support, I can there can be a candidate that I may not necessarily say they like personally but if i believe that they can move the city move the state move the county get the job forward, done i'm going to do what i can to help them get there mm-hmm. and i think i think we all have to adopt the mentality that it is us not me mm-hmm. and if it mm-hmm. works yeah. for the greater good we have to work toward that right absolutely right. that's it that's it <laughs> Well, Jerry Green, thank you for coming on the Impaw podcast thank today. Thank you for having me. Shout out to Impaw. I was always. nice to debrief about all the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Jerry Green. 
the one tough mother. Where can people mother, find you? Mother, one tough mother. One mother. Mother. I say I can't say that. <laughs> I, I'm struggling to say that. But where can people find you on Facebook? Facebook. On the Facebook. On Instagram. On, on the Instagram. Instagram. And on Twitter. On, on the Twitter. Twitter at Jerry Green four eighty three. Jerry oh. Green four eighty three. Yeah, that's where. For some reason, so. I thought it was one tough mother somewhere. Uh, my website. Up? We have a website. Okay. Because she's you know not, she's legit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just knew once I'm mother was in I was gonna say somewhere. the website hasn't been legit. updated in a minute, but it's there if you want to go read some things. Yeah. You want to so, see some pictures of my kids. So or I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask uh, all the listeners to do me one huge favor. Please go to her website, mm-hmm. find on social media, yes, and follow her. She'll be mad at me later. Just send her a whole bunch of messages saying run, run. <laughs> Run, mother, run. Hey, how about y'all also come to the Shelby County Democratic Women? Shelby County Democratic Women? This, mm-hmm. uh, I'm coming up, we're, we've had Senator Akbari, we've had Representative Lamar, mm-hmm. um, we've had Gabby Salinas, and we're about to have Kendra Lee. So we've had some millennials. Yes, yes we have. Um, and we're talking about voter suppression mm. um, at our next meeting. So we'd love to have you guys come. And that's on Facebook, too, and on Instagram nice. and Twitter. So come find us there and join in our efforts. It's not just for women. She said, find the Shelby County Democratic women mm-hmm. and join in and engage. On yes. the Facebook. On the Facebook, on the Twitter. On and the Instagram. On on the Instagram. I don't do anything like TikTok or like, See, I, I, can't, I don't, I don't really have I don't a move, to... so I can't dance. It's just I, not have a place a, you I have be. a LinkedIn page, but I don't ever visit it. Now, I do get on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. <sighs> uh, see, no. See, <laughs> there's no. too many. It's too many. This is a lot of stuff. But... <laughs> Jerry, thank you for coming yes, in. Thank you um, so it's much, been a Jerry. pleasure. Thank you for talking politics. Thank you for talking all crazy things that's happening in the state legislature. And thank you for just, you know, being here and serving mm-hmm. the community because mm-hmm. without people like you, our community would be worse. So right keep, keep fighting. Thank fight. you. Thank you. Thank keep you. fighting for the people. And guess what, y'all? We'll be back. And we're back. So, tall lady with Afro. Yes. I think we had a pretty good show today. We had a great show today. Jerry Green, Georgetown Law Grad. One the, tough mother. One tough mother, the leader of the Community Legal Center, mm-hmm. who serves people who fall into that justice gap. You know, she she brought a wealth of information mm-hmm. as it relates to uh, the legislation that's coming down mm-hmm. from the crazy, the out of control, the ridiculous state Insane. legislator, yes. Republican legislator, and also the uh, governor who's simply not getting it uh passing a permanent permitless carry permitless carry bill so that means everybody. everybody 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 they just there's a lot of things that's happening here um so what are your thoughts about it um it's a lot and I, i'm i'm trying to process it and but it's hard to process things that just don't make sense and you know it just become our sad reality and so i'm just taking taking it day by day pieces that i can own advocate where i can um, and make the best of it. So, what you said was advocate where you can. I think I think we all have a responsibility. You're not looking at me. I feel because you're looking off over there, and I like are you talking to me. I'm talking to everybody because oh, okay. you know when you when you deal with you know real issues that affect a lot of a lot of people. You know sometimes I get caught in my thoughts, and mm-hmm. I, right now I'm mm-hmm. caught in my thoughts because okay. I think we all have a, a role to play. We do in this uh, this society if we really want to see a world that is inclusive, that you know that supports 
that loves everybody regardless of the zip code they in, regardless of color. Mm-hmm. I think I think we all have a role to play. Yeah. Whether it's engaging in a political process, which everyone should do, mm-hmm. whether it's going out in the streets, uh, advocating for things, whether right. it's was supporting causes that you believe in, which are dollars, mm-hmm. whether it's picking up a phone, just telling someone who's about to make a bad decision the reasons why they should not make that bad decision. We all have a role to play in moving our cities, our counties, our states, and our country mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. So, you know, these these are tough issues. These are issues that, you know, for some reason, um, one of the political parties believe that they should push on communities that don't necessarily have the, the power or the voice. Um, and, you know, people like us, mm-hmm. millennials, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like uh, Jerry, we we have to do what we can to push back whenever we, we have an opportunity to push back against uh, laws that just make no sense for our community. So. Right. And it's going to take all of us. In, yeah. in this season of life, in this season uh, as just being a Tennessean and, as, and being an American, it's an all-hands-on-deck season. We need to lock arms, come together, and push forward in the right direction. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the next few shows. We have some pretty good guests. So. We've had some good shows so far, though. They've been lit. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Liddy, Liddy. Okay, and guess so. what? It's all from the millennial point of view. Absolutely. And with that, can the people find us somewhere? They can find us on the Facebook. What about Twitter? On the Twitter. What about Instagram? On Instagram at, at Empire Podcast. And with that, we're out. All right. This is the Spotlight Podcast Network.